I love your voice. I love your voice. Yes, you have led me through the fire in the darkest night. You were close like no other. I've known you as a father, I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God, and all my life you have been faithful, yes, all my life, Lord, you been so, so good with every breath that I am able. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Your goodness is chasing after. Oh, your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Yes, it's your goodness, Lord. Oh, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. It's your goodness. Oh, it's running after. Sing that once again. Your goodness. Oh, your goodness is running after. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything, your goodness. Oh yes, it's running after me and all my life. You have been faithful. So, so good with every breath that I am able. Lord, I will sing of the goodness of God. Yes, I will sing, I will sing of the goodness of God. One more time, I will sing. goodness of God. Hallelujah. Isn't he faithful? And God bless you saints and welcome to summer camp 2023. We've had a week already and we just want to welcome you if you're new to the grounds here and say God grant you your heart's desires this evening. We were really just blessed with such a a sweet atmosphere all the way throughout junior camp, the morning devotions, the presentations, the evening service. It was all just masterful, and we're so grateful to our Heavenly Father for what He's blessed us with already. But we've come here to worship Him tonight. I trust you've come expecting to hear from the Lord. Let's just turn the screen, if we can, number 1130. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, E-flat. Worthy is the... Lamb who was slain, holy, holy is he. 
again worthy is the lamb he is worthy worthy is the lamb who was slain holy holy is he sing new song mm-hmm. to him who sits on Heaven's mercy seat, holy, holy, holy. Let's sing it out now. No, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. With all creation I sing praise to king of kings you are my everything and i will adore you clothed in rainbows clothed in rainbows of living color flashes of lightning rolls of thunder Blessing and honor, strength and glory and power be to you, the only wise King. You are holy, Lord. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. King of kings, you are my everything, and I will adore you, filled with wonder, filled with wonder, awestruck wonder, oh, at the mention of your name, Jesus, your name is power. Oh, and I will. 
Lord, we lift our voices, we lift our hands to you, Lord. You are worthy, O God, of our praise. Be magnified in our midst this evening, Lord Jesus. Father, we glorify your name for you are worthy, O God. We exalt you for you have done great things, Lord, in our midst. And we're here to give glory and praise to a living God, to the God who answers, to the God who sees. You see this service. You see every life, O God. You see every need. You see every desire, Lord. You are omnipotent. You are omniscient. Lord, you are our Father, and we worship you this evening, Lord. Blessed be your name, O God. There is no name like the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Let's sing that together. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Oh, just put that name on your lips tonight. Every fjord and every mind. Because I know there is peace within His presence. So I speak Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, and I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus For your name is power Your name is power, Lord Your name is healing Shout Jesus from the mountain and 
God come and meet us like this on our first night it's your expectation and his promise hallelujah anything is possible in this atmosphere amen brother Tim Dodd maybe could I ask you to open the service and the camp for us in prayer tonight I do have one prayer request from the Beatty family just asking that we would please remember their daughter Violet she's in labor currently with her first daughter and their first grandchild and they're asking that God would be with her and that all would go well amen brother Tim would you please come thank you Amen. Let's bow our heads together. Why don't you do this tonight in the beginning of the first service of the senior camp? Why don't you hold your request before God? You've come here for a reason, whatever that reason is. Just hold it before the Lord and say, Lord, you know my heart. You know my need. You know my burden. Heavenly Father, Lord, it is indeed a very sacred moment now, O oh God, where the sons and daughters of God stand before your throne, stand in the midst of your presence and say, Father, I'm not coming to the preacher. I'm not coming to the camp. I'm not coming to the song service. I'm coming to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We want to touch, as it were, as we saw in the skits this week, we want to touch your scepter by faith. Lord, we want to touch the hem of your garment by faith and receive virtue this weekend, O oh God. Lord, you see every heart. You're an individual, God. You know each one. And Lord, you know us better even than we know ourselves. And really, we just want to lay our hearts open before you. Say, Lord, come and fill us. For some, it might be the first time. For some, it might be a refilling, O oh God. But we want you to have your way. We want you to take the preeminence this weekend, Lord. We want you to take the speaker under your divine control. Or whether it be the evening or the morning services. Lord, may you just take the speaker into your hands. Lord, that out of mortal lips would come immortal words. Lord, that will strike the depths of the seed gene that you have predestinated to this hour. Lord, may you pour in life. Pour in quickening. Drive out the enemy. 
drive out demons, drive out sickness, drive out every doubt, drive out every fear. We're just claiming the working of your power unlimited in the midst of your people. For we have come that you might move this weekend and that you might take the preeminence, Lord. Have your way, Lord, we pray. We thank you for this service tonight. Lord, we pray for this prayer request, this young lady in labor. Lord, may you just be merciful to her, O God. In sorrow she would bring forth. But Lord, may you be merciful and may the child and the mother be well, we pray. And Lord, we ask also that you be with the musicians, be in the song service, Lord. Every exercise, may you be glorified. Father, we love you. Lord, we love you. We just love you, Lord. I hope you can see that from the depths of our hearts. If sometimes we have trouble expressing it in our words, if sometimes we feel that our life falls short of expressing it, but Lord, from our hearts, we want to say tonight, we love you. We thank you for this opportunity to be here. Bless the service. Bless the weekend, we pray. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Why don't you take a moment to greet the person next to you, welcome them to camp. Sister Lily Rose, if you'd just like to wake your way up front, I believe you have a special for us. The rest of you can have your seats. Just sing an old chorus that is dear to my heart because he lives, I can face tomorrow. As our sister Lily Rose comes to sing for us. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, yes, I know, he holds my future. My life is worth the living just because he lives. Let's sing that together once more. Because he lives, oh, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know. Yes, I know he holds my future, and life is worth the living just because he lives.
been called for a purpose. I have been sealed by the word of the Lamb. Now I'm trusting in your promises, oh God. I know you have won the victory. I know the battle is won. Now I know you are my strength and always will be. Hallelujah, amen. You are with me. Hallelujah, amen. The praise is yours. saving us on the cross called Calvary. Now I know you will give us a brand new name. Hallelujah. Amen. You are with me. Hallelujah. Amen. The praise is
Sister Lily Rose. Why don't we just sing together the great emancipator, glory, glory, hallelujah, and the key of G, if we could, please, Brother Ben. We're just going to start to change the order of the service and get ready for the ministering of the word. I'm excited. I trust you are as well. Amen. We're going to have some amazing preaching this weekend. Are you expecting that? I trust you are. Amen. Don't get tired. This is night one. We've got, we got a ways to go. So let's just pull on Brother David. Brother David's probably still got some jet lag going on. So, you know, if he can make it, we can make it. And we're all going to have a time, I think. So let's sing this together and rejoice as we sing it. Once my heart were so were fe- and soul were fettered. Once. No longer. So let's sing it like we're not fettered anymore. And we're going to really have a time tonight. All right, let's sing it together. Oh, once my heart and soul were fettered by the binding chains of sin, but the great emancipator, he set me free to worship him, oh Blessed be His holy 
bankrupt said I cried and there to my heart was the blood of the light. Glory, glory to his name. Hallelujah. Sing it out now. Oh, glory to his name. Glory to his wonderful name. For there to my heart was the blood of the Glory to Oh, sing, I am so wondrously saved. I am so wondrously saved from sin. Now Jesus so sweetly abides within. There at the cross where he took me in. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Yes, glory to his name. There to my heart was the blood of life. Glory to oh precious fountain. Precious fountain that saves from sin. Yes, I am so glad he is entered in. For there Jesus saves me and keeps me clean. Hallelujah, glory to his name. Hallelujah, glory to his name. Glory to his wonderful was the blood of life. Glory to Oh, maybe you still need to come to the fountain. Come to the fountain so rich and sweet. You can cast thy poor soul at the Savior's feet. You can plunge in today and be made complete. Glory to His name. Glory, glory, glory. to see you all here tonight. Are you expecting? You're going to get what you expect, and I'm expecting great things. Amen. I, I like starting a service out right away. Right away. Amen. I don't like to wait for the last night. So to 
tonight we've had the privilege to be gathered at another Mount Baker Bible Way. Can't maybe have your seats for a moment? I'd like to make some introductions and welcome. Welcome everyone to Mount Baker Bible Way Camp 2023. So you might as well welcome yourself. Praise the Lord. It's marvelous. To think that our Brother Biscoll, our pastor, who was in 1985, he said, Brother Tom, we'd like to do a family camp. How about doing a family camp? Well, I was 30 and knew nothing. Well, I'm 69 and I'm still trying to figure out whether I know anything. But one thing I do know, I love camp. I love camp. It's an atmosphere where you can just come into a, a place and just worship God and pull on the word of God and have that word speak to us. I've got, we've got here helpers that have helped in electronics, in the video, in the music, and maybe just on, on a stand up. How many have been at camp when you were a child and now that you're a supporter and a laborer at camp this year? Why don't you just stand to your feet? We used to cradle these ones in our little arms. And now they're helping and making camp possible. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. We asked Brother David Mayer to come and bless us and be the evening speaker. And he graciously accepted it. Flew all the way over with his dear wife, Sister, sister Ann Mayer and daughter Joanna. Where are they? We'd like to greet you and welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Why don't you stand? Where's Ann? <laughs> it's okay. Amen. And also for our morning speaker, we have Brother Andrew, and he's, he's come with his dear wife, Sister Katie. She's in the back. Brother Andrew, thank you for the accepting of the invitation. Amen. We don't really have to introduce these two because they've been a part of our lives for a long time. It's okay. They've been a part of our lives for a very, very long time. They've enriched our lives. They've enriched our church. And I believe the Lord's going to use them over these next few days to build us up in the faith, to have the word of God be proclaimed chains broken, lives delivered, souls saved, where we can rejoice in the goodness of God's grace. Some have traveled from Texas, Phoenix, all around the United States, Alberta, and we welcome you all in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you all. Our young people have have grown up within the church and we we don't speak of offerings much we don't speak of tithing much because it just seems to be something that has been ingrained by the word of God and a part of their worship so we won't be speaking much but we'll be taking up offerings on Friday night and Saturday Sunday so young people be prepared I know our young people will be and we want to be able to give these precious brothers a, a nice love offering for their labor of love and put towards the cost of putting the camp on. 
that will be just the, those comments are now just done. We have good friends also, Brother Daniel and Sister Lydia, all the way over from Switzerland. And their daughter here. We thank you for coming and making it special for us. God bless you, Daniel, Lydia. God bless you. A scripture I'm not going to, I, I, I really don't normally open in with a scripture, but I wanted the young people to understand maybe something from the scripture as we prepare to open up our hearts and lives to the word of God. Paul writes in Philippians 3 and verse 10 and said that I might know him in the power of his resurrection, that you might just not know about Jesus. We want you to know him in the power of his word. Another translation said that you might know him, becoming thoroughly acquainted to him, understanding the remarkable wonders of his person. And that's what camp's about. We want you to enjoy yourselves, be with your friends, encourage one another in the faith. But we real, our real desire is to see you come and know him in a very personal and real way. I trust that that's why you've come to camp this year. And so all those that have traveled and we have not greeted, God bless you all. It's nice to have you here. May the Lord meet your every expectation. As we welcome our precious brother David Mayer to the pulpit, let's stand to our feet and sing, welcome, welcome, Holy Ghost, we welcome thee. Welcome, come welcome, Holy Ghost, we welcome thee, come in this veil. more time as we invite Brother David Meyer. desire I can greet you welcome you but we welcome the Holy Spirit and he is here brother Tom said last Sunday by God's grace we can say we truly can say there were two or three are gathered in my name I am with you so he's here without a shadow of doubt he is here Amen. And we certainly under great expectation. Amen. 
bring you greetings on behalf of my wife, the church back home. And I'm glad, yes, my wife could make it this time. We've had many camps, so we're part of the family. I've seen young brothers, young sisters grow up. We've had glorious moments here at the altar, praying, deliverances, receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So it's a great blessing, and we are blessed to be with you. Amen. And I truly pray these meetings will be supernatural for each and every one of us, because that's why we gather. I want to thank Brother Tom for the invitation. Amen. Brother Michael, the ministry, all of you, we truly love you with all of our hearts. Amen. And all the words that have been done, we can never forget. And the word says, your labor is not in vain. Whatever you've done, the little, big, God sees it and God will give you a blessing. Amen. So maybe some of you don't know me. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And I'm so thankful for it. That's why I'm rejoicing even tonight. Because God is so good. And I would have loved to say like Brother Branham. He says, oh, how I would like to set out in the congregation and listen to the anointed preach. <laughs> how much easier it would be on me, certainly, because I'd have eternal life the same as the main in the man in the pulpit. I'm a part of it the same as he is, but it fell on my lot. May God help me to never shun my post of duty, but to stand loyal and true. So maybe I'm not your favorite preacher. I'm sorry. Forgive me. But I pray you may look beyond the veil. And now listen to what the prophet says. Now on the platform. Okay, to all of you ministers. When the Holy Spirit is speaking. And he's speaking through mortal lips. He always does. I believe these ministers behind me. And brethren, you never preached a sermon in your life. <laughs> so that settles it. Look beyond the veil. Never preached a sermon in your life. The Holy Spirit preached through you a sermon. That's right. See, that's it. We don't preach the Holy Spirit, thus the speaking. Amen. So maybe the pronunciation is not right or maybe this, maybe that. Go beyond. Amen. Because God wants to speak to us tonight. God wants to tell us. God wants to bless us above and beyond. So let's not miss our blessing tonight. God previsioned. I love the words of Brother Tom last Sunday. He previsioned this camp. He pre-saw this camp. And he made provision for us. How thankful we can be. Amen. And we don't wait for Saturday night. Tonight is Saturday night. We want to... Not miss the moment. Take every opportunity we can to receive something from God. Because there's so much more we can receive. Abraham says there's so many untapped resources. So start tapping into these resources. And receive filling after filling, refilling, refilling. So that we can be transformed. Amen. So may God bless you. Let's take the word of God. 
Let's live calm to the fullest. You played volleyball to the fullest. I don't even know who won. But you are all winners in God's eyes. But let's live camp. Let's have the meetings to the fullest. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to James 1. It's certainly, as I said, a privilege to be standing here in honor, standing before the redeemed of the Lord, to be with our precious ministers, friends. Pray for us. Thank you. That was one amen. I told you already several times, you preach with us. It's getting better. James 1 verse 22. Say amen when you're there. Be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgotteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Now we know we live in an age, Laodicea, even though we know we're in the bride age, but it lapse of time, Laodicea, where everything becomes lukewarm, so there's a spirit of lukewarmness. The Bible says that many, they have ears, but don't hear, eyes and cannot see. The Word of God says they're miserable, naked. So while I was seeking the Lord and, Lord, what do you want to say to your people? He woke me up while, I think it was Thursday night. Uh, we were at Victoria there and the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night with this Bible verse. So let's not be just doers. Uh, sorry, hearers, but doers. And we're going to ponder these words for a few moments tonight amen if we can take another scripture before you go seated in romans 12 the apostle paul is speaking and i loved uh, brother michael he opened camp and he says we all have to play our parts we all have to play our parts so tonight and the other meetings, we don't just want to be hearers only. And go out here just like, well, we heard something. We want to be doers, act upon the word. Amen. And brother Tom, he mentioned, so yes, every service is Saturday night. And he loved, he said, I loved how last Friday, Wednesday when brother Michael was preaching, people just came to the altar. And there wasn't even an altar call. So just for the record, so things are straight, when you feel a tug, when you feel a pull, don't hesitate. Run to the altar. If you feel like shouting, shout. If you feel like worshiping, worship. Amen. I've seen nothing disorderly, says the prophets, when the Holy Ghost is in action. 
Amen. But when you hear the word of God, don't wait. Because I know Satan, he's trying to, to, to distract you. He's trying to, no, no, you're just thinking something. No, no, when you feel God knocking at your door, seize the moment. Hallelujah. Romans 12. It's maybe different. Maybe Brother David, you've seen him preach, and he's going to preach a little different, but I have to feel the leading of the, uh, follow the leading of the word. Amen. And uh, I know one thing God doesn't make mistakes. So when we ponder upon the word, when we go deeply, what, what God is wanting, wanting to say to us, amen, we want to stay full focused so we don't miss our blessing. Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I love how the Amplified say it. So I'm going to read you the Amplified. It says, I appeal you therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive decision, sorry, dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice. Holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs. My. But be transformed changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God even to think which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you I love the amplified version May God add the blessing to the reading of his words. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, it is such a great honor to be standing here, Father, on holy ground. Father, I pray, may you take full control over these meetings. Lord, I hide behind the cross. I ask, Father, may you speak through my mortal lips, Lord God. Lord, you know the needs of your people, Father. And as the word is being spoken, Father, we just don't want to hear, Lord. We want to be doers, Lord. Respond to the word. Act according to the word, Father. But may you anoint our ears, Father. Oh, Lord, may we receive, Lord, the word. As this word will be sown, Father. May we receive it, Lord, in a perfect ground. Ready to receive, Lord, the word. So it can produce in us, Lord, what you want to produce through us, Father. So now bless each and every one. Lord, bless those that are streaming, Lord. Lord, we put everything into your hands, Father. And may these meetings, Lord, be phenomenal, supernatural. 
Because, Lord, every time you come, we know something big, something wonderful, something glorious, Lord, is happening. But may it not be just for one person. May it be not just for, for the elder or for, the, for whoever, Lord, each and every one, Father. May he receive, Lord, a portion from you, Lord God. We ask these things, Father, in the wonderful name above all names, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says... Amen and amen. It's a little warm in here. You may be seated, sorry. So tonight, I'd like to take a title. My Reasonable Service. You read about it? My Reasonable Service. Now, what is reasonable? You know, reasonable, as I said, we live in an age where everything and everybody wants to say something about it. What is reasonable? You know, I believe reasonable. I said amen to Brother Tom last night at least twice or last Sunday. At least that's reasonable. Or I believe it's reasonable for me just to shout once or to, to surrender once or to come once to the altar or... We can have many explanations or thoughts or, 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 or ideas of what is reasonable. But we want to go through the word and ponder on these verses. What is reasonable in God's eyes? So I'll ask you to stay focused. Uh, I'm going to try to go slowly. So you'll see a slightly different David. I want to make sure the Lord led this way because we want to make sure we come to camp and we please God. We don't want another camp just to have camp. Many have come and, and, and activities can be great. To see our buddies is wonderful. But we come to meet God. And sometimes we put things ahead of us and, well, I think, you know, it's only Thursday night and, and as the word will go on and Brother Andrew will come and then we'll see how it goes. And no, what is reasonable? Only the only truth is the word of God. So let us cast down reasoning, lay aside what is according to us reasonable you know, I told you probably even before, in some countries, they worship until the pillar of fire comes down. Is that reasonable, Brother Tom? You know, after half an hour, I'm tired. That's how we look too reasonable. But we want to please God. So the lexicon says, reasonable is logicos, pertaining to speech. To reason or logic pertaining to the mind and the soul. And a service, in the lexicon it says, Latria, is the ministration of God, the service and worship of God according to the requirements. So God's requirements. Not what we think, what our conception is, but may thy will be done. May I live according to thy word. May I act according to thy word. Not just hear it, but be a doer and somebody in action according to the word. 
Now verse 1, Paul, he was aware that in the Old Testament, they would bring an animal, a dead sacrifice. But now when Paul comes to the New Testament, he says we must be a living sacrifice. And notice what sacrifice he wants. Verse 2, conformed, meaning to be fashioned not after one another. I want my hair as brother Tom. It's not because it's white or getting there. But that's the world today. We will want to be fashioned according to someone. Oh, this man is in. This woman is in. In what? I want to be in Christ. So he doesn't want us to be like brother Tom, brother David, brother Andrew, brother so-and-so. Be transformed. And it means to be changed and made into something different, says the prophet. It comes from the word metamorphosis. It's like the caterpillar that's being transformed into a butterfly. From an earth bound to fly in the heavenlies. Brother Branham says we are made to fly in the heavenlies. To soar above all this dark and gloomy age of Laodicea. My wife remembered, and we know the story probably, how the only animal that attacks an eagle is a crawl from the back. Satan, he comes from the back. He's so subtle. He attacks from the back. What does an eagle do? He flies into the heavenlies where he goes so high. Stupid devil, he can't hold any longer. He has to let go. So let this camp be a camp where we fly into the heavenlies. Where Satan, he is out of control. He can't do nothing. You can be so in Jesus Christ that he doesn't know anymore what to do with you. Let these be the meetings. And that don't depend on brother David. That don't depend on brother Andrew or brother whoever. The Lord is here. That depends on our attitude. How do we want to act upon the word we hear? Be doers. So it's not only for young people. It's for the older young people. You can be 13, 40, 60, 90 and above. For those above, you're closer to 18 than ever been. Just like us. How can we be transformed by the renewing of your mind? The only way we can present ourselves as a living, is as a living sacrifice. How do we do that? By a surrendered heart. And we have to be willing to do so. So I love what Brother Michael, and he doesn't even know, but God knows. God does all things well. When he woke me up the other night, amen, Brother Michael, nobody knew about it. But his words were what? God does his part. God will use the preacher, but we have to do our part. Have a willing and surrendered heart. Brother Branham says, you'll never know the Bible just by some cold-hearted reading. You've got to read the Bible in the Spirit. Therefore, we have to get into the Spirit, says the Word. Mm, Ever heard that? 
Quoting the prophet. When you go to your game, you get in the spirit of the game. Nobody played. Maybe there are a few exceptions. I play and I want to lose because I want the others to win. I've heard that before and God bless you. 98% wants to win. Be honest. And there's nothing against that. So we must get in the spirit now of receiving the word. And responding to the word. It ain't Brother David's word. When the minister speaks, it ain't, it's, it's not his word, his message. It's God's word. So you don't have to be somebody in this world to know God. My, I love that. Because in Satan's Eden, you have to be somebody before we can accept you. Before this, before, with God... He accepts you the way we are. If we are willing to give him our all. You don't have to be somebody in this world to know God. You just have to have a willing heart. And God will go to dealing with the willing heart if you are willing. So let me ask you the question tonight. How many want to have a willing heart? And you're not lifting up hands for brother David. We are saying, Lord, I want to have a, a surrendered heart when I hear the word, when I feel the tug. Amen. I want to run to you. God never intended that the scripture should be comprehended by the mind or by a cold heart. He wants it to be a willing heart, a surrendered heart. The prophet says he desires humble hearts to be laid out so that he might take these humble hearts and reveal to them the good things that he has in store for all those who love him. Let it be so, Lord Jesus. Matthew 11 says, I thank thee, O Father, Lord, heaven and earth. Of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Let us become like the little children. We read Paul, who comes to the conclusion that he has proven me all, all doubt. That because of Jesus Christ, our sacrifice, he brought him to him by grace. You are saved by grace. And Paul, he's using a metaphor. Or... An allegory. Don't worry. Those are words I don't understand. And I want to make a point. So don't think Brother David is. No. What Paul is saying here in allegory is he's expressing by means of symbolic fictional figures and actions of truths. So that's what it means, a metaphor. So he's using the law of sacrifice and offerings of the Old Testament as testament. And he brings it into the New Testament. And he brings it right down to us. He's telling us by the grace, as he would say in Romans 1. And now he begins to kind of explain. And we'll go a little through Romans there. He begins to explain that we are only righteous in Christ Jesus. 
Romans 1 verse 16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, the Jew first, the Greek, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So you're not righteous by your deeds, by your works, by your ability, by your intellectual capacity. I don't care what anybody could tell you. You are not righteous by what you can do. We are only righteous by what Christ has done for us. So if somebody preaches to you that if we bring the people to believe that if they are conforming to some kind of religion or you just need to go to church, that that will appease the justice of God, that is a lie. Because if God would have counted our iniquity, we would all perish. So there's no great and small amongst us. There's one great. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. We are only saved by His grace, by what He did for us. So Paul says in the following verses of Romans... That we are justified by faith, not by works, only by faith in what? In the finished work of Calvary. Therefore, we should remember Calvary daily. As does say the prophet. Brother Bram says, those who he has called, he had already justified. Those who he had justified, he already glorified. Grace is what God does for you. And works is what you do for God. Brother, you can't do nothing but act the same way. He says, if you say you are a believer, you have to act. So not just hearers, but doers. He gives the example. Brother, you can't do nothing but act the same way you believe. That's right. If you say, Lord, my hands, is, my hands are crippled, but something in my heart tells me that you're the Lord God that's healed me. Oh, I believe it, God, with all my heart. You can't do nothing but watch that hand move a few inches every day. Hallelujah. Brother David, I heard that quote before. Now, really, you heard it. But are you a doer? Do you act upon the word? It's not maybe. Watch that hand move a few inches every day. God's obligated to the word to watch over it. So that's our reasonable service to God. We're not saved by works. So if you have salvation, you will show fruits of salvation. Don't try to offer God your works to receive salvation. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't think you're better than someone else. You know, there are thousands of people that never miss a service. Hmm. That give to the poor. That pay their thighs, give offerings. Do a lot of good things. Sing in the choir. Say amen to the word. But now the difference between a church 
a church and another church. Listen carefully now. What's the difference? Is there where the pure word is being preached? Listen, Brother Brown says, there's been churches, churches, brides, brides, churches, brides, brides, but there has to come one. To don't be satisfied with a little social gospel. Take the full word of God. Take the full book. That's the difference. Oh, we have to love everyone. Oh, yes, we have to love everyone. But I want to stand for the pure word. Many people with this age of Laodicea. Amen. That, oh, yes, the, the, the age where the spirit of Hollywood the Antichrist spirit is so strong, it comes in the church. We stay home and we change channels. Mm. Maybe I'm hitting something here, but hey, if the word of God tells us to live a certain way, let us not be hearers, but doers. So look beyond the veil. I don't like Brother Tom's tie, so I'm this, I, I will have a problem today to receive something. That's Satan talking to you. I'm giving maybe a silly example about a tie. But how many people are distracted, miss their blessing because the vessel that is speaking is not the one I love, is not the one I like, is not the one I prefer. There's been churches, churches, brides, brides, churches, brides, brides. But there has to come one hallelujah. There has to come a real pride. There must come one that's not only got the mechanics, but the dynamics of it. That makes the church live, move in the power of the resurrection. Romans 5, let's continue with Romans. Says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into His grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. <laughs> rejoice! It's about time we find our joy of our salvation. That's for everyone. David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Did he lose his salvation? No, but he lost his joy. Chapter 6 says in Romans, Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let no sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey in the lust thereof. Neither ye yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. Thank God for a message of grace. Amen, amen, amen. Just before, in verse 4, he says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Without the newness of life, no rapture. How many would want to go in the rapture? I hope it's 
But we are all born in sin, shaped in iniquity. But Christ brings us a newness of life. In chapter 7, Paul says, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Now, welcome to reality. Brother David, I tried and I want to do good and there's always evil. Satan is after us. And he's seeking who he can devour. Therefore, it's for the youngest to the oldest. Because it's not because you're older and you had more camps or you've been more to church that you're exempt of having Satan behind you. He's there all the time. Even now while I'm preaching. Paul says, even though I want to do good, evil is present. So no matter how good you are, how bad you are, if it ain't for the blood, for the life of Jesus Christ, amen, that is anchored on the inside, this newness of life, we are lost. Chapter 8, therefore, there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So not just in a building. Not just in the message. Not just in a religion. You have to be in Christ Jesus. And if you are in him, there is no condemnation. Then Paul continues to say in chapter 9, 10 and 11. Amen. He brings the church from law to grace. Amen. The word grace. You know, many people, they don't understand grace. Because they never experience grace. You know how I know grace? Because grace revealed grace to me. Love revealed love to me. The prophet says, it comes to you by revelation, by faith, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord. My spirit, by grace, reveals this to you. And there's nothing that can take it away from you. So if you ever have received grace, you know, grace is, that's another word I'll explain, reciprocate. Grace is reciprocate. What does that mean? Respond to a gesture or an action by making a corresponding one. Woo! To share the same feelings as someone else or to behave in the same way as someone else. My. Reciprocate implies a mutual or equivalent exchange of paying back of one has received. Well, Brother David, how can I pay back the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes, we can never pay back. But God wants living sacrifices. My reasonable service is to act according to the word. So if you ever receive grace and love, you will want to give love. Oh, and when Christ gives us his love and his grace, how can we accept such a great, wonderful gift that is freely given? So many here even tonight have been to camps and many camps. But it's not how many camps you've been to. How many encounters with with God did you have? 
newness of life. So we see now that we have moved from Mount Sinai to Mount Calvary, grace. We have moved from the land of natural sacrifices to the only begotten Son full of grace. God's own love for the world created the character expressed in Jesus Christ. He was God's character. He was God's expressed image. And in Him was God, God in Christ, revealing Himself to the world. And no love could ever be greater than that love. That such a person would become what He did in order to redeem what had been lost. Thank you, Jesus. So we need to take the entire, the full gospel... And we are invited, says the prophet, to be molded in his image that we might reflect, may reflect his presence. And the works that I do shall ye do also. The life that I live shall ye live also. We're invited by God to take him as an example and to let our character be molded like his. And let his character be in us. Wow. So when somebody says something and you don't like it, you show grace, forgiveness. And that can only come by a newness of life. So now we come in chapter 12. We have to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So now listen, Paul, after you come in Christ, there's something you can do, he says. Because of this grace that has been given to us. God, He never fills a man with the desire to sin. He never gives a man a desire to make grace a disgrace. Mm. Ponder these words. But we can present ourselves as a living sacrifice. In the Old Testament, it was impossible to present yourself without a sacrifice. This is Bible Way Camp. I'm talking to Bible readers, huh? In other words, the worshiper knew that he needed something between him and God. He needed something to speak for him. We've seen the skit of Esther. Where Esther, she heeded to the call. And something made the difference when the king, because in the word it says... When the scepter was given. Do you know? The Bible in Esther says scepter, gold scepter. But that scepters were made out of wood, gold plated. That's in Ezekiel, you can read that. So we needed the cross. And gold speaks of deity. We needed Jesus Christ to intercede for us. So God, He required men to bring something in the Old Testament, Testament, and people knew what God desired for them. But now God is bringing us into the new, and He says, you need to be included in this. So when it comes to worship, you as an individual, you need to be included in this. God will require something. He wants Every individual to present himself 
So I cannot do it for you. Brother Tom can't do it for you. Everybody knew what God required. And he does, it, he does require it for every individual. So you as a worshiper, if you wanted your high priest to sprinkle the blood of your sacrifice on the mercy seat, you had to give him something to sprinkle with. He wants something that he can use. Are you with me? The prophet said, God has no other hands than your hands. He has no other mouth than your mouth. No other feet than your feet. The Bible says, come into his courts with thanksgiving, with praise. How do we go to church? Oh, I'm a little late. I'm stressed. Come into his courts. Oh, this tent in courts. Yes, it is. This is God's tabernacle now. We are standing on holy ground. So God, amen, God wants to be worshipped. But whose hands will he get? Whose mouth will he get? It's when you come into the temple, amen, when you come into the outer court, you have to give the priest something to use. If you want blood to speak for you, you have to bring him a lamb. To show us, God, he doesn't want just anything. He doesn't want just creeds. Dogmas, doctrine, theology. Hmm. God is holy and righteous. So he therefore he receives a sacrifice that matches what he is. Many things are being said, said therefore stay focused. We serve a holy God. A holy God. But now 1 Peter 2 says, Ye are a chosen generation. So we are chosen. Amen. To be hearers of the word and doers of the word. To act upon the word. To live out the word. You are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. That ye should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Which in time past were not a people, but now are the people of God. Which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. When you give yourself to God, you give him what he already gave you. God didn't want a limping or a deformed, blind sacrifice. Come on, let me talk about Jesus tonight. Jesus wasn't limping, but he became limping for me. He was not deformed, but he was beaten. He was whipped and became deformed for me. In the Old Testament, God didn't want something used up. He didn't want a halfway offering. He didn't want a halfway uh, worship, a halfway life. He wants you to give him all. And he deserves our best amen, our best hallelujah, our best worship. Let me just take another quote here. I'm not preaching you doctrine. The prophet says, and I am the resurrection and life. 
And he says, because I live, ye shall live also. Brother Branham says, when you walk through the blood of Jesus yonder, and God has cleansed your soul, are you ready? There'll be another dancing party take place. Come on, Brother Andrew. Hey, man, I'm not... I'm not talking about the dancing party when you were in the world. Remember what the prophet says, you have to get into the spirit. So when you come into his gates with thanksgiving, when you start thanking God for what he has done in your life, he provided a perfect sacrifice, a perfect lamb. Oh, talking about another dancing party. You ain't seen nothing yet. To be so anointed by the Holy Spirit. Oh, Brother David, you're too Pentecostal. Well, we'll nail that demon a little later. (laughs) Too Pentecostal. May I quote a dear friend? If you don't like noise, everywhere Jesus is, there's noise. Let's say the prophet. So if you don't like worship, poor you. Heaven will be even more worship. Don't use that as an excuse. But now in hell won't be silent. They're gnashing, wailing of feet. So yes, I want to worship my Lord and Jesus. In spirit and in truth. Are you looking for emotions? No. I'm looking a willing heart, a surrendered heart, surrendered to God. And that is so drunk under the Holy Spirit. That's the dancing party God is talking about. When you realize that God provided a perfect sacrifice for your sins. For our sins. Don't think I am perfect. You're lying to yourself. Another dancing party will take place. Let it be at camp. But Marco, are you with me? Hey. But Michael said he's with me. So I hope by the end of camp, hey man, all the true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. Not an excitement, not something in excitement, but a reality. I know my Redeemer liveth. The joy bells of heaven will leap up in your heart. Come on, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. It's about time you let Satan rob you too many blessings. And I'm talking to the elderly also. We go to church. We know Brother Tom. I've just eaten with him. And oh, we are good buddies. So what? Brother Tom can't save you. With all the respect, all the love I have for the ministry... So by the time Satan is so subtle and he takes our joy away, he takes our worship away, little by little we find ourselves chained to our chairs. We find ourselves completely chained in. Hallelujah, thine the glory. The joy bells of heaven will ring in my heart. I wish I had the Swiss bell. Cleaning, cleaning that we put on the... The joy bells of heaven, let them ring in my soul. Let them ring in my heart. And may I shout and give God all the glory. 
By his grace I am saved. Not by merits. By God's grace. Hallelujah. My, my, my. We should give God everything. He gave us his all. So what about you now? He didn't want something crippled. He wanted the best they had. And not only that, he desires and deserves the best. He desires but deserves our best. Imagine, God didn't want a man to go to his flock and take the worst lamb that he had. He wanted his best lamb, his best turtle dove, his best animal that was supposed to be sacrificed. And this was a foreshadow of another sacrifice that would come. So he's speaking of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That God, that God didn't give us a halfway lamb. He was without spot. Without blemish. He was a perfect lamb. Do you realize when the sinner came to the altar. He would have a desire to sin. And after he presented his sacrifice, after the sacrifice was accepted by God, he would leave there with the same desire. Because the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away the sin. But oh Lord, the joy bells, oh, are ringing in my heart tonight. Because my God, my Lord and Savior gave me a perfect lamb. Amen. Oh, like the prophet says. Amen. And that's about, oh, that gives us enough reason to worship. The prophet says, it's like you've never done it in the first place. Deuteronomy 15 says, all the first thing, firstling males that come of thy herd and of thy flock, thou shalt sanctify unto the Lord thy God. Thou shalt do no work with the firstlings of thy bullock, nor shear the firstling of thy sheep. Verse, verse 20. Thou shalt eat it before the Lord thy God year by year in the place which the Lord shall choose, thou and thy household. And if there be any blemish therein, and is, if it be lame or blind or have any ill blemish, thou shalt not sacrifice it unto the Lord thy God. So you see the requirements. God doesn't want anything with blemish. The scripture says that it's an abomination before God to offer a sacrifice with blemish. Leviticus 1.3 says, If his offering be a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own. Listen now. His own voluntary will. At the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. Voluntary. Meaning, proceeding from the will or from one's own choice or consent. Unconstrained. Unconstrained? That means no breaks, no limits. At camp, I will only give 99.99. No, it ain't enough. Let's not just be hearers, saints. Let's be doers of the word. Acting or done of one owns free will without valuable consideration or legal obligation. My mom told me to lift my hands. 
My dad said, you have to say amen to the word. So if I do this, then maybe I will get something out of it. Hey, you think you're smarter than God? He knows your heart. He sees what's in your heart. He sees if you have a voluntary will, if you're willing to give it all without restrictions. Amen. We want to give, oh yes, part of the house. But we don't want God to come in our, in our bedroom, says the prophet. Amen. We want to keep certain secrets hid before mom and dad. But Lord God, he knows everything. Let me tell you tonight, the sacrifice has been given for us to come to our Lord Jesus Christ and be washed and be white as snow. Now, he's telling them, it's not something you are made to do. Mm. Nobody will say, oh yeah, I love to give everything to God. Then why do you struggle like that? You get the message? God wants a willing heart. So there's something you will have to surrender not walk according to your reasoning, but act according to the word. Therefore, I said, when you feel a tug, when you feel that God is dealing with you, run to Christ. Even if the preaching goes on, you won't mind me. No. Because there's so much joy when a sinner repents. Believe me, we're going to shout the victory. We will rejoice greatly because that's why, amen, we preach this wonderful word of God. So that everybody can accept Jesus Christ. Now, we don't want to just go to church because mom and dad tells us. Or because our favorite preacher is preaching. Or because... You know, it's going to be a great camp and there are going to be lots of activities. No, we have, want to have a willing heart. We just don't want to praise because Brother David talks about praise. No, we want to have a willing heart, a surrendered heart. God isn't a slave master. He, God, He wants you to give voluntary from an obedient heart. The Greek lexicon says, bringing with pleasure, with delight. Oh my, people coming to the house of God, brother Tom, with pleasure. My, I know I'm talking to many, but are we willing to be doers of the word? Come to the house of God as the word of God tells us with a willing heart to be on our post of duty. That's our post of duty. <laughs> Think of it. God is giving us this ability that when we come to the house of God, it's not just another camp meeting. It's not just another service, but it's an opportunity that God can speak to me and change my life. So I just don't want to be conformed. I want to be transformed. He doesn't force us to anything. He wants it to be a delight. God, he gave to Moses instruction when it came to the tabernacle itself. Do you know that God, he goes in so many details 
of how he wants the tabernacle, how he wants everything rightly positioned, what he wants. He says where to put certain things. There's the outer court, the inner court, the holiest of holiest. He says where to put the altar, where to put the ark, where to put the showbread and all the things. Some are made out of wood, some are made out of gold, scarlet, silver, bread, all kinds of material. Gold representing deity. Silver representing redemption. There was also brass representing judgment. So you have redemption, deity, and judgment. And sometimes we go to church, and the pastor or the minister, he will preach a wonderful sermon on deity. Oh, I love, Brother Tom, when you preach about deity. Oh, I love when you speak about redemption. But then when he's, he speaks about judgment and correction, hey, correction starts in the house of God. So it's not pick and choose. Because that's the spirit of the age where we want to pick and choose. God called man to preach the word and he knows what is needed. So God wants to have a cheerful giver. God wants you in his temple. But you have to give it with delight. Revelation 21 says, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. So let me tell you something. God knows what you're made out of. He knows the seed that's on the inside. He knows why he placed you here for. Uh Uh-huh. And God wants to come down and bless your tabernacle. He wants to fill you with His Shekinah glory. But in order to fill it, you have to offer Him silver, gold, brass, your all. I'm not talking about money or your gold or whatever. Give Him your all. We'll get to that. So I'll try to hurry. We have all the time. We have all count. Do you know the three Magi's, when they went to see Jesus, the only way to know Jesus is to humble thyself. Those Magi's had to kneel down. It wasn't to a baby. It was the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now they brought some specific, they brought myrrh, a great supreme sacrifice, because he's, he's crushed out young lives, says the prophet, at Calvary, where the sins of the world drown him into bits. Gold, because he's a king. And frankincense of his sweet, loving life. The very thing that they brought identified what they thought he was. So the very thing you bring as a sacrifice to God identifies your revelation what you think of him wow come on church do you want to talk about a halfway worshiper halfway sacrifice your revelation identifies what you bring to God identifies What you believe of him. God could have chosen another tabernacle. But he chose us. Listen. Brother Branham says. What was the veil hiding? It was hiding the word. 
All the glory of God was right behind the old badger skin. That's right. So don't look at the badger skin tonight. Mm. Call me badger if you want. You call me gone soon. <laughs> the glory of God was right behind the old badger skin. That's right. And all hid to the natural eye. And it is today too. It's called a bunch of holy rollers. Fanatics. The glory of God was behind the skin, but now the glory of God is behind your skin. That's what it's about, these meetings. So you can surrender, fully surrender to God, so you receive a newness of life. It's time that we should never let the spirit of revival die. Oh, Brother David, I love last year's camp. It was wonderful. Did you, for those that were in church, and for those that weren't, I will remind you. Brother Tom reminded us, when we went through COVID, churches were closed, and we said, oh, as soon as we'll go back to church, we'll worship the roof out of the, of the church. Well, first service, maybe, second service, maybe, first month, second month. Where are you now today? Halfway worship. Halfway sacrifice. God wants us fully, completely. We spend so much time in many things. We give so many things. We give 100% in the volleyball game. And that's good. But give 200% for God. Exodus 35. A few more moments. I didn't even know when I started, but... Brother Tom, you stop me when I have to. <laughs> Exodus 35, 4 says, And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is a thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is, a willing, is of a willing heart, let him bring it, an offering of the Lord, gold, silver, and brass. So God wants His people to have pleasure in surrendering their all. Amen. Worshipping with all their hearts. It shouldn't be, you have to worship. The altar is open. No, I want to worship. I want to come to the altar. If God desires that his bride give him all the praise and honor, well, we want to give it gladly. If he wants us to raise our hands, we do it gladly. He wants his people to recognize how great a God he is. Now listen. Do you know. What you do when you raise your hands. How many know that quote? Mm -hmm. You defy every law of gravity. You defy nature. You defy science. My, I love that one. And when you raise your hand, it shows that there's a spirit in you that has come to a place that's made a decision and raise your hands towards your creator. It defies scientific. It defies gravitation. The law of gravitation. It raises the hand to accept the creator that's able to raise us up. That's what it means. 
So I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed to shout the glory to God. It's about time we give King's Lamb worship. Not because the pastor or the minister says so. Because my heart is a willing heart. I give it my own. The people that have a voluntary heart. Those, listen, those that came out of slavery. Believe me, when they heard the jubilee trumpet sound. You want to talk about the jubilee? The jubilee trumpet sounds even tonight. God gave us a perfect word to get us out of Laodicea, get us out of slavery, out of bondage. You want to talk about Thanksgiving? I can see them walking. Oh, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I was blind, but now I see. That's the newness of life. Hallelujah. Give voluntary. Amen. Those that come to God. Amen. Give Him His all. Or He will give everything you have need of. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. You just call on a historical God and watch Him become a present God. Amen. Raised out of history to shine just as He did then. He will act the same. Amen. He is still the same. Satan would love and he loves he comes around and there's so much critic amen that God isn't the same anymore that he doesn't heal anymore that he doesn't save anymore that he doesn't seal anymore that's the life from hell he is the same yesterday and even today watch him become a present God Raise out of history to shine just as he did then. He will act the same. He'll do the same. He'll forgive the same. He'll heal the same. His compassion is the same. His willingness is the same. My, his willingness to save us. So don't say, stay in your change. Don't stay in your sin. Come to God with a voluntary heart. And his power is the same. He's the same. Hallelujah. Exodus 35, 21. They came. Everyone those hearts stirred him up. And everyone whom his spirit made willing. And they brought the Lord's offering. To the work of the tabernacle of the congregation. And for all his service. And for all the garments. The holy garments. Let me tell you. Somebody will come. Somebody will give Jesus Christ his all. Somebody will give him a true worship. Brother Branham says he'll find someone. Let it be me. He'll find someone that he can get praise out of. Let it be me, Lord. Let it be me, Lord. I don't want to hold back. I don't want to give 99%. I want to give him my all. Hallelujah. Listen to this. When they brought it, it came from the hands of man. They brought it. 
But here in the verse we just read, Exodus 35, 21, he says it's called the Lord's offering. It came from the flesh of men, from their tent, but God calls it His. Hallelujah. When the high priest is going to wear the holy garments. Oh, we know he had the Urim Turim. Let me go for a little while. Halfway through. No, I don't want to scare you. In the Old Testament, we know Aaron had 12 stones, the brimstones, and his breastplate. They hang it on the post of the temple, says the prophet. And if a prophet prophesied or a dreamer told a dream, they take them down to this, what is it called? As the ministers would know, the Urim Tumim. And so when this dreamer told a dream, the prophet told a prophecy, and supernatural light didn't flash over that to make the Urim Tumim, then I don't care how real it sounds. My! How real the message. There's a spirit going around in the message. That would what? Deceive the very elect if it were possible. But thank you Lord Jesus. It ain't possible. Why? Why? God never left us with an Urim Tumim. Because his word tonight is the Urim Tumim. Let's not just be hearers, but doers of the word. If them lights did not make the supernatural light over the breastplate, they didn't receive it. It wasn't from God. Listen now. God takes the natural, those stones, to produce the supernatural. (laughs) Oh my God, stir our hearts tonight. You know what happens when we lose our willingness? Our voluntary, we lose our fervency, our zeal. We cannot be lazy sons of God. Lazy worshipers. Lazy prayers. Lazy Christians. God deserves to be worshipped with passion. With zeal. Lord, take away my stony heart. Lord, in this camp, take it away and give me a voluntary heart. I don't want to count my efforts. I don't want to count. I said, amen. I praise him. I went to the altar. I did this. I did that. I want a voluntary heart. Now in verse 22, and they came, both men and women, as many as were willing, hearted, and brought bracelets, earrings, rings, tablets, jewels of gold. And every man that offered, offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. You see, God works on everybody, brother, sister, young, old. God isn't allowing them, them to give something, is allowing them to give something natural so he can give them the supernatural. Amen. These natural things, they had to be molded and made into something that was pleasing to God. Let me tell you, God wants to mold you and me and make it into something pleasing and acceptable to God. He wants us to transform us. Amen. From a fleshly man into a fleshly woman. Into a godly man, a godly woman. (laughs) The word has transforming power. So when the word is being preached. Yes, if we have a willing heart, we can receive the word. And it will have an impact on our lives. No matter. Oh, brother David, I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost 35 years ago. Well, that's wonderful. But what about now? What about your refilling? 
Exodus 25, 8, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. God is commissioning the people. He wants to have a dwelling place. He wants to have a, will- a people that is willing, who has a heart, a voluntary heart. The Bible tells us that in Exodus 35, the children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord, every man and woman, whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work, which the Lord God had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. So if God needs a singer, let it be me. If God needs a worshiper, let it be me. If God wants, oh, a full total sacrifice, let it be me. Let us read again. Romans 12. I beseech you therefore brethren. By the mercies of God. I present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. So it's not what you think about it. Not what you think is reasonable. What the word of God says. What he wants. I beseech you. The Greek lexicon says. Is to invite. To summon. To exhort. To admonish. To encourage. To instruct. You've been justified. We've been justified by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. After you've been sanctified, amen, in Jesus Christ and a newness of life comes in in you. And you are, then you are delivered from the law of sin and death. You found out, therefore, that in Christ there is no condemnation. So it moves us from the law to grace. So it is not you have to worship. It's the word of God that beseeches us, summons us, exhorts us, encourages us, instructs us to give a total sacrifice, a total praise, a total adoration. Well, let's be doers of the word, saints. It moves us from Mount Sinai to Mount Calvary. It takes you from a natural sacrifice to a perfect lamb provided by God. A few more minutes. Who chose? Let me ask you a question. If you're falling asleep, you'll be awake now. Who in here chose to be born? Wow, that's good. Nobody. But there is somebody who decided. There is somebody who decided to be born. Brother Branham says that was a paradox. How that the great God that filled all space and all eternity could come down and be a man in order to die to save his own creation. How God became one of his own creation to save because he created his own body. Jehovah the Father dwelt in the fullness in Jesus Christ, His Son. Jesus was the body of God. God was represented in the tabernacle, the flesh of Jesus Christ. And how that the one that filled all space and all eternity became one man to save us. He is our kinsman redeemer. God was manifested in the flesh to take our place to be a kinsman to us. Listen, if we are in a Sodom condition... Brother Tom quoted that. I had it in my notes. Said, "We're thank you, Lord. Inspiration is correct. How many believe we are in Sodom and Gomorrah? You all know the story? But if we are in a 
Sodom condition. That means Elohim is among his people. Come on, church. Don't tell me how dark it is out there. The prophet says you can talk about me. How wicked, how terrible, how preferred it is. This. But don't forget how powerful, how great the bride is becoming. Come on, church. He's talking about us. He's talking about us. How will I survive? I won't survive. I'll be victorious. I conquer because he is the great conqueror. Hallelujah. Before, listen. So Elohim, that's a quote, huh? That means Elohim is amongst his people. Let's go. Before he made man, he called himself El, Ela, Elohim. The word means in the Hebrew, the self-existence, all by himself. Nothing existed before him. He was all existence. There ever, there ever was self-existence. Almighty, self-existent one. Oh, but in Genesis 2, when he made man, he said, I am Yahu, Juvu, Yahweh, Jehovah. What did it mean? I am the all-existence one who has created something of myself to be a son of mine. Oh, mine. Jehovah means he gave man to be an amateur God. Hey, look to your neighbor. Don't look to the veil. The veil will lie. Your senses will lie. <laughs> he gave man to be an amateur God. You know why? Because we can create an atmosphere. And that's our duty as a Christian to create that atmosphere. If my neighbor doesn't want to give a sacrifice, I will create such a worship, such an adoration. When the Holy Spirit comes down, he won't be able to stand still. Because in the presence of God, chains has to lose. Devils have to go. Demons have to flee. He gave man to be an amateur God because he is Father God. And he made man an amateur God. So he isn't self-existence anymore. He exists with his family. Hello, hello, Elohim. He is Jehovah, meaning the one who exists with his family. I'll be with you, even in you, until the end of the world. Hallelujah. And once we make, we want to shout hallelujah. Let us not be the only ones here worshiping. I want to give... A voluntary, willing heart. My all. Look at Jesus. Brother Ram says nothing but a bundle of love. He was God manifested. All that was in God, he put in Christ. All that was in Christ, he put in his bride. The word is used as kinos. Brother Ram says it's not being vomited up. No, he changes mass. 
Amen. Now Paul says that we may present our bodies, I'm wrapping up here, as a living sacrifice. In other words, God will get the glory out of us. God will get worship out of us. God wants you to be dead to your old man. Dead to this world. So that this new man can be born in you. John 3 says, Jesus answers, I said on him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Meaning not seeing, but understand the word, understand the revelation of God. So except you are born, it's not maybe you should. Oh, I'll take a chance and maybe I will give 98. No! Unless you give a willing heart and voluntary heart, give him you all. It's that simple. But believe me, Satan is fighting you. He doesn't want you to give him all. Because he knows when you open up your heart to Christ Jesus, he will come in. How many have seen the painting of Jesus knocking at the door? How many have seen that painting? Have you noticed there's no handle on the door? Mm. So it's up to you to open that door. He will knock at your door. And even now it's knocking. But it's up to you to open it. God bless you, Brother Levi. Amen, amen. It's a blessing to see a son of God come back to God. So don't miss your opportunity now. Defy science. Defy the law of gravitation. Hallelujah. Flee to him. Don't let the devil ever cool you off from this. Don't let the devil cool you off from this. Stay right with it until you, everyone, filled with the Holy Ghost. In so much that you will make you come to his word. That you will make you woman straighten up. Will make you men straighten up. If you say you've got the Holy Ghost and it won't cope with the word, then there's another spirit in you. God's spirit is on his word. The anointed word. And the bride must be a messiah. The anointed word. God wants to come tonight and in tabernacle you. But how many have a voluntary heart? Not to bring gold, not to bring silver, not to bring brass, but to give all you have. Man was created for God. Man was to be made the temple of God, the place of God's rest. And then he says, ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. Stiff-necked. I don't want to worship. Well, you don't have the revelation of what God has done for you. Because if you realize we are all sinners. Yes, we are all sinners. And never would I want. You know, we have all files. Everything is on file. You know, nobody here. One on the screen or that we open file. Brother David Meyer, he did this. Yes, it's horrible. Nobody would want his file on file. But by God's grace, on my file, my files, our files, he wrote pardons. He's never done it. 
Thank you, Jesus. I want to come to you, Lord. I am in need, and I give you my all. I don't want to be a stiff neck, uncircumcised, in heart and in ears. You do always resist the Holy Ghost. Don't resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do ye. Satan has known this all along. He also wants to indwell man, and even as God so does. But God has reserved that to himself. Satan cannot do it. God alone appeared in human flesh. Satan could not and cannot do it. He can. He does not have the creative powers. A few more moments. Give me a few more minutes. Stay focused. The great creator came down and became a sacrifice for my sins. His blood was the blood of God. That's exactly what it was. The blood of God was shed and the spirit left him. And as he died in agony, then the same life, the same spirit came back to indwell the repentant sinner. Repent, be baptized, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. To indwell the repentant sinner and set him free. The sinner did not come back year after year, sacrifice after sacrifice. For there was no need, but by one sacrifice, once and for all, has been set free from the dominion of sin. And has received the life of Christ, whereby he reigns in victory over sin. The flesh and the devil, God did it, he did it all. Listen, Jehovah returned to indwell his church. Jehovah came back with a mighty rushing wind and flames of fire. Jehovah came back to walk in the midst of his church and to empower his people. That's why we're at camp. And that's why even young and old, we need a new empowerment, if I may invent that word. A new dynamic on the mechanic. God has been so good. He gave me the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Once more, Lord, I need another dynamic power, another charge of your Holy Ghost. And the waters of life flow out of me until every fiber, every molecule, every atom is filled by God's presence, God's life. There where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. Paul tells us, present your bodies. So it's an individual affair. Cain and Abel, both sacrificed. One was serpent seed and didn't want to accept the blood. When we pray, we present the token. It shows that we have fully obeyed. Paul tells us that the blood speaks. Anyone knows that the blood is actually itself, it can't speak, it's a chemistry. But how many knows that the blood speaks? You know, the story in Genesis 4 speaks about Cain and Abel and his blood cries from the earth against you. Now, Brother Branham, he links that to Hebrews 12, where he says the blood of Jesus speaketh better things than that of Abel. What is better things? The blood of Jesus Christ not only cried out, it redeemed. Amen. It speaketh better things. It makes you sons and daughters of God. It hides you from the wrath of God. The blood of Abel could not hide Cain, but the blood of Jesus can hide. 
God wants us to lay ourselves at the altar. When you lay yourself down as a sacrifice. Amen. He wants us to give him all. You know when the high priest took a lamb. Finishing up now. When he took that lamb. That lamb struggled. Fought. Because it didn't want to die. It didn't want to die. But now the one who chose to become kinsman, my Lord Jesus Christ, he went willingly. They whipped him, beat him. He didn't fight back. Peter, without the revelation, without the Holy Ghost, he had, he thought it was reasonable. <laughs> Cut an ear off. Jesus, our perfect lamb went willingly for you and for me never forget that saints never forget that and listen now brother brother tom prophesied already he says every service will be saturday night service so it's not reasonable to think saturday i'll give him my all tonight you give him your all in the skit the seventh messenger brother murphy prophesied and said there is no tomorrow. Come on, saints. There is no tomorrow. If God is knocking at your door, you open the door and welcome him in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philippians 2 8 says, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He went with a voluntary heart. On the cross, you know what he thought of? Of me. Of you. How can we take that lightly? Somebody who gave his life for yours. Now, how can I return? Because a living sacrifice, that's what God is wanting. A living, not a dead sacrifice now. A living sacrifice. How can I repay? Give him your all. Give him all you have tonight. That's my, and you can say it for yourself, my reasonable service. If you do your part, God will do his part. Amen. Musicians, you can come forward. We can stand. We all know the story about this woman. Who saw Jesus. With dirty feet. And she went to buy an alabaster box. She said, I want the best alabaster box you have. Remember the Magi's? What they came, what they gave, identified what they thought of who he was. Now this woman here says, I want the best alabaster box there is. Many people will say, what a waste of money. Many people and Satan will tell you, 
you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time listening to the word being preached. You're listening your time, raising your hands, saying amen to the word. You're wasting your time when you hear a voice say, Come unto me, all ye that, all ye that are heavy laden. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, Satan is a liar. Yes. There's one way to find out. One way to find out. Try it. Brother David, I've tried many, 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 many camps. Try it until you receive it. I want the best you got because he's worthy of the best. What do you do for him? Do you give him the leftover? Do you run around all day and give him three minutes of the not, at night before you go to bed? Jesus deserves your best. Friends, he deserves everything you have. Give him your best. Give him your best. Your best in your life. Best in your songs. Best in your talent. Everything you have. Give him your feet. Give him your hands. Give him your eyes. Give him your mouth. Give him your ears. Give him your soul. Give him your heart. Give him your praise. Hallelujah. Give him everything you've got. Hallelujah. He deserves the best. You can start playing that song, please. That's what you have to do, brother. If it costs you everything. That's what you have to do. But be willing to give it. How Brother Branham continues in that story. I can see her. Hallelujah. With tears running down her face. Her big brown eyes looking up at him like that. And she whacked the bottle. Broke out the ointment. Poured it on his feet. She wasn't going to let Jesus sit with dirty feet. You say, I wouldn't either. Well, why don't you do something about it then? That's to each and every one. From the first line to the last line. From young to old. Why don't you do something about it? Why don't you do something about it? Rise and say, I'll take the way with the Lord's despised few. There's nothing too good for Jesus. Give him your best. Give him everything you got. She poured the oil on his head. Then reached down to his feet and began, oh, she picked up his feet. And look, they were dirty. She had nothing. She got thinking about her sins. And she said, now that's God talking to you. You can think of your sins. And now listen to the rest. She got thinking about her sins and she said, Surely he'll condemn me. Satan tries to tell you, You are condemned. I'm here to tell you, You are not condemned. You are loved. A chosen generation. Elected, yes. holy, royal priesthood. Yes. 
she started crying. Oh, I'm such a sinner to stand before this man. I'm such a sinner. He just sat and looked at her. He knows my heart. I can feel him right now reading right down in my mind. He knows I'm no good. I know it, Lord. I know it, Lord. I'm no good. But I come to you to wash your feet, to give my all to you. He knows I'm no good. I know it, Lord, but I can't stand to see you with the dirty feet. I just can't stand it. You're my only hope. Brothers and sisters, he's your only hope. Don't miss him tonight. He is your only hope. So never think you are above. My reasonable service says, oh, all is okay. No. I want to give him a full worship, full sacrifice, full adoration. You're my only hope and I can't stand it. Oh, what a beautiful water for his feet. Tears of repentance. May there be tears of repentance tonight. As he's calling out to you. Come to me. I am the provided sacrifice. I didn't live the way I should live. I've been to church, to church, to church, to camp, to camp. But tonight, Lord, I heed to the call. And I answer, here am I, Lord. She had no towel to dry it with. So I guess her curls she had done up on top of her head must have fell down across. She took her hairs and began to wipe his feet, kissing his feet. But Abraham says, take your first opportunity to get to him. Saints, we don't want to tell you the aisle is open, the altar is open. It's been prophesied. Run to him while there is still time. Take your opportunity to get to him and give him your best. Give him your heart. Not halfly, not 99%, but fully. Voluntary, willingly, give him your all. Give him all that you got. Listen now. For he might not pass this way again. Let's do all we can for him while we can. I give myself away, Lord. There is no tomorrow. Don't count on tomorrow. Too many people play. Maybe the next service. If I feel another nudge, something knocking at my door, maybe then I will go. Maybe then I will answer. The prophet says there may not be another chance. So take your opportunity. Camp has started has started he is here up to us to respond say I run to you Lord 
give myself away. That is my reasonable service. God bless you, saints. Stay in this solemn moment where he's talking to you. When you sing, sing like you never sang before. When you pray, pray like you never prayed before. Brother David, my life, my joy wasn't what it was supposed to be. Now's your time. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. There ought to be so much joy amongst the bride of Jesus Christ. There ought to be so much worship where God comes down. God inhabits the praise of his people. Lord, I give you my all. I give you my all. Hallelujah. Fear not, little flock. Try him out. But don't miss your opportunity. Hallelujah. While Brother Ryan sings, you worship. You give him your all. You give it to Christ. That's God's doing. That's God's moving. He wants to come into your heart. Like never before. But are we willing to open up and say, Lord, here I come. Satan wants to tell you, what will my buddy say? If I dare to start thanking God, if I stare, dare to come to the altar. Satan is such a slicker. But we are here. We are commissioned to cast out demons in Jesus' name. So no matter the need, my God is still God. He's still the same. He doesn't work, act just in one church. Oh, I would love to be in that camp. No, this is your camp. This is your moment. This is your time. I give myself away. Brother Ryan. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you can use me. Here I am. Oh, here I stand. Lord, my life is in your, your hands. Lord, I'm longing to
Jesus, I give you my all tonight. Oh, I give myself Yeah. 
be silent, but that is when he is working. Hallelujah. Oh, so have Just wait and see what our God
did something for you right now because you got to leave this tent with that confession you're not going to leave it here and take it out there you're going to leave it here and go out there free amen that's what the word is for that is what the word is for so if God has done something for you tonight I want you to rise and possess your inheritance. Amen. Arise and possess your inheritance. I hate it when somebody just comes to the altar, leaves and comes back the next night for the same thing. God either delivered you or he didn't deliver you. Did he deliver you? Yes, he did. Amen. And you took the word and defeated Satan and put Satan under your feet. Arise, possess your inheritance. Arise, possess your inheritance. This is the year of Jubilee. Christ set you free, entangled with the heavy chains of captivity, by sin, condemned and sentenced to a life of Same rejoice, you have received the atonement, except the pardoning work which provided for you, because you're not of the bond, you're of the free. Glory, oh, I possess your inheritance. 
face before service you're like this and what I love I love when I look down on your faces now you're going huh there should be a freedom where we can just glorify the king of glory have a joy unspeakable and full of glory amen and worship the king of kings amen victory is it yours is it yours I'm tired of living under privilege. You just sang that. So I'm no longer going to live under privilege. Tomorrow when Brother Andrew comes to preach, you're going to be the most alive church. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. We're going to pull it right out of him. We don't have a time limit. We got nothing. We got time to worship our God. Hallelujah. Amen. And God bless you for letting the word come to your address. And you take that word, apply it to your life, and tell Satan, you cannot bother me no more. I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I committed unto him this night. This night. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Satan's a loser and you're the winner you'll have joy peace 
Happiness. Not church. I don't want church. We want God in the church. You know, Brother David was preaching about the tabernacle. Do you know in the tabernacle in the wilderness, when it was finished, the pillar of fire came down? Mm -hmm. Do you know when Solomon built the temple? Come on, stick with me. When Solomon built the temple and they were dedicating the temple, the Holy Ghost came down and the minister couldn't even minister. But in this day, there is a Holy Ghost temple. If he filled in the tent in the tabernacle, if he filled in Solomon's day, how about in your tabernacle tonight? Hallelujah, Jeremy. Glory be to Jesus. We're not letting no devil come on our territory. Amen. We've been given a promise. The whole word's ours. We're not living in Luther's day, Wesley's day, Pentecostal day. We're living in the word age. And in the word age, the word conquers Satan every time. Amen. Well, if that's the first night, I think we're going to be raptured by the time we're finished here. Hey, let's go up. I'm going up. I'm going up. children of the Lord have a right to shout and sing. We do. We have a right to shout and sing. A lot of people out there don't even know what they're shouting about and what they're singing about. But we know exactly what we're shouting about and exactly what we're singing about. Let's sing that. (laughs) The children of the Lord have a right to shout and sing. It's wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord, isn't it? 
what is heaven going to be like when heaven drops down like this? And we are going to be, well, we say 24 hours forever and ever and ever and ever. My brother Levi, you and I are going to dance around the tree of life. Eh? I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't even know what that means. But whatever that means, I'm going to do it. I don't know what it means, but I, I've never done it. But I don't, I leave room for it. I remember Brother Brown saying, you know, he thought that was a little bit out of, out of the ordinary. And then by the time he finished thinking about it out of the ordinary, he's sitting on top of the platform swinging his legs. I wouldn't mind doing that either. You probably would really let loose. What happened to Brother Tom? Brother Lerlar, isn't this wonderful? This is wonderful. Brother Lerlar just gave his heart to the Lord, got baptized. Hallelujah. Glory. Maybe there's just one more. One more. And then we're going home. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Brother David, for yielding to the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you for opening your heart. That Jesus could come in. May the Lord Jesus watch over you on the roads. Those that have to leave now, we're going to close. You have to go on the road. You have to be careful. They've got children running around. Some are in the trailers and so forth. So please be careful. Go slow. And, 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 and may the Lord Jesus watch over you on the road. Campers and counselors, God bless you. Think about these things. Think on those things that are true and pure, holy and lovely. Think on these things. You had a wonderful day and I enjoyed watching you today. I did. I, that, I had fun watching you because I used to be better than you anyways. <laughs> what do they say? The older you get, the better you were? <laughs> Lerlar, you're nothing. <laughs> no, you're pretty awesome. You all work fantastic. I love you. I love you from the depths of my heart. Michael, I've had the privilege to work with my son and all deacons and wives to make this possible. I think it's very special. And I pray that God will grant to you everything your heart desires for the remaining services of this camp. Come with great expectation. And may the glory of God watch over you in the next days. Brother Michael, would you come and close in prayer? bow our heads tonight Heavenly Father we're so conscious Lord of your presence here tonight and Lord if I could just take this moment to speak to the devil himself and tell him he's defeated how he has warred and waged Lord over these moments to come to this time tonight but Lord you have prevailed tonight you are the mighty conqueror. Lord, you sweep down into this little tent, Lord, as we have done, Lord, over these years at this little place, this little consecrated campground. How faithful you've been, Lord, tonight once more. As, Lord, the term is, Lord, stated just once more, Lord, and you did so tonight. And we want to give you the glory, give you the honor and the praise. 
Lord, that we would not be counted as the nine out of the ten lepers, but Lord, each one here could be counted as the one leper that would come back, Lord. He went, Lord, as he encountered you. He was, Lord, disgusting in his body, in his flesh, Lord, in disease, but Lord, in a moment of time in your presence, he, Lord, left and he was made whole. But Lord, then he had to do a turnaround. Lord, he had to turn around and say, wait a second, I need to go back to that one. I need to go back to that Jesus Christ who's made me whole. And oh God, may that be the case tonight that we could be leaping and shouting and praising God. For Lord, you've made each one whole here tonight. That Lord came to you and responded to a call. Lord, may it not just be this moment. Lord, as we would say, a flash in the pan. But Lord, may it be a fire burning. Lord, that will never be the same again. Oh, God, we know, Lord, each, there's representatives here that have had those moments. So that it's in the face of the enemy tonight that it is true, that it is reality. It is not a falsehood. It's not a virtual reality, but it's a true reality, oh, God. May, Lord, these witnesses that are here tonight stand, Lord, as pillars of the gospel in front of these young people tonight. Lord, that they can walk away from here and say, I'm going to be like that brother or like that sister who got transformed, who was a new creation in Christ Jesus. Oh God, we pray, Lord Jesus, this just is the tip of the very iceberg of what you desire to do this camp. Lord, if this is the tip, what will be the base? Oh God, the majority of the iceberg is below the surface. So Lord, tonight, may we plunge below the surface over these next few days, we pray. Oh God, we commit this camp to you. We've dedicated it multiple times, but we do one more time again. And to have your will and way, we pray. Take Brother Andrew, Lord. Lord, as he would go to his cabin tonight. Lord, may the presence of your pillar of fire so descend in that little room. Lord, may you direct his pathway. Because there's lives, Lord, that are weighing in the balance, Lord. And you've brought a servant your way to ensure that they're not found wanting. Oh, God, we pray your power would descend as it already has. And will continue to move upon our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name, go with us tonight now. Amen. Can we sing one more song? I think it's one of Brother Biscoe's favorite. I was there when Jesus saved me. I was there when Jesus saved me. The very moment he forgave me. He took away my heavy burden.
God bless you.